In 2020, after a handful of starts and stops, state lawmakers were successful in adopting a law that paved the way for electric bikes and scooters in communities all over New York. And while there were some broad rules of the road for riders to follow, in practice, the legalization effort seems to have some glaring safety holes, both in terms of how the electric vehicles are utilized and the powering of those vehicles. To address some of the issues that have arisen in recent years, we're joined in the Capitol Press Room studio by State Senator E. Wen Chu, a Southern Brooklyn Democrat. Welcome back to the show, Senator. Thank you, David, for having me. So you've introduced a package of bills dealing with e-bikes, and I want to start with one uh, trying to address where they are utilized, and specifically that they stay off of sidewalks and are used on the road. What is the requirement or advertising restriction that you're looking to impose to ensure that the bikes are used uh, the way they're supposed to be? Through my many constituents in my southern Brooklyn area, there's many seniors, actually, constituents came into my office, and I just know them over the years. They have serious concerning about those e-bike, e-scooter, those uh, micro-mobility, because they are electrical uh, generated, so they are very quiet. Mm-hmm. But for senior with the hearing may not be so sharp on their physical situation, so they don't necessarily aware the e-bike or scooter right behind them. And that's something those devices shouldn't be on sidewalk from the very beginning. However, many users, because this e-bike, e-scooter, the usage is uh, being uh, increased dramatically after during the pandemic. Many of the users not necessarily have the uh, driver's license or understand the, how we utilize those on the street, on the traffic regulation. So they may not understand what's the uh, the better law they should follow. So that's why I introduced this uh, legislation. I don't want it strictly to go uh, punitive. This bill is specific to address about education, about pedestrian safety. So it's to regulate. um, We're asking the state DOT to actually print out those stickers for for free when the uh, retail shop or manufacturer when they are selling they are able to obtain those at the point of sale the retail shop need to stick it on hmm. the e-bike and do the education point to remind them this device you cannot ride on the sidewalk so that we have extra education opportunity to tell those users do not ride on the sidewalk or else you may see some consequence because you're against law. So scooters can be purchased for use, but they're also a very popular item to be rented. So would this legislation, if it became law, impact the scooters that are available for rent? That's actually a very good question. I had met with the um, the city, like New York City, e-bike, uh, the company. I'm not too familiar how they have a specific contract with the city DOT. But I believe in some uh, spectrum this should be addressed. If it's not, I would like to look into it. So in the wake of the proliferation of e-bikes, concerns have arisen, especially following some high-profile accidents, really just tragedies, including in, in your neck of the woods, about the danger posed by the rechargeable batteries that uh, make these vehicles possible. Uh, In response, you're looking to impose some precautionary measures, including a a new testing requirement for the batteries used in e-bikes. What are you hoping to do with your legislation there? So in my district, there are more than, I believe, more than six fire cases related to e-bike battery lithium 
uh, ion battery explosion. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know from the FDNY in last year, 2023, it's more than 260 fire cases, 18 deaths, and 150 injuries. And there's just one case last year in my district. It's, it's not residential. It's a storage warehouse. There are two units contain over 300 e-bike and batteries. However, the explosion, it's very dangerous, for, even for firefighters. It's not residential, so there's no residents will get injured. However, we're sending firefighters to put off those high-energy and rapid explosion uh, fire case situation. That's why I have legislation to address the Pacific. Those batteries, they need to be regulated. So if you think about those batteries, you, you never question the laptop you use, the electrical, uh, the electric toothbrush you use, maybe your electric shaver you use, your cell phone you use. Those are regulated, tested, had the UL label on it. So I'm asking to use that same standard on those uh, mobile device, micro mobility device, to have a same standard. Those batteries need to be tested. And also the other one is the retail, the storage facility. They need to have a fire extinguisher, the commercial class B. So because those fire is not the regular fire we're talking about. So they need a commercial grade, a class B extinguisher. And they need to have the fire uh, monitor system. Like automatic fire detection systems. Yes. And also there, I'm recommending there's a metal actually battery storage box. It's an individual metal box. So after they charge, they can put the battery inside the box so that if there's any accident happen, the fire will be at least contained in the metal box so that, we'll, again, we're protecting uh, the residents who may live above the apartment. We're protecting the firefighter who need to handle those uh, devastating fire situation. So I'm putting all those measurements in to hope the industry, the user, the residents, the firefighters, they're in a safe environment. So your legislation would standardize these safety precautions, but I'm curious whether there are operators uh, that are already doing something like this, that are already ensuring that they have Class B fire extinguishers, that they're already checking their batteries to ensure that they are safe? Or, or does your legislation represent a complete change in the style of business for these operators? I know there's, um, there are a lot of uh, used, unregulated, um, low-quality batteries in the market. That's the, those are the ones cause a lot of issues and concerns and those are the ones we saw all the fire cases in New York City and throughout the state. Mm -hmm. And those things, we, are, we really want to take them off the street. So that's why we want to see all the regulation there. Like, if you're a retail shop, you should, when you're handling those uh, high-energy and high-density uh, batteries, if they're not regulated, if they're unstable, if they're somehow used and you purchased it and you want to resell you actually put your business in dangerous. So then do you feel like there are some operators in this space, whether it is the manufacturers, the retailers, or the companies renting these bikes that are good operators who are taking the necessary steps to try to keep people safe? Or 
do you feel like this is an industry-wide problem? I will say it's more industry-wide issues because not just renting it mm -hmm. for the like city-wide. If it's a renting uh, system, they may already follow some guideline al already. However, uh, you can see in especially in the Asian community area or uh, Latinx area, those deliveries, delivery guys, when they are riding on those uh, micro mobility to make a living. Because of their economy status, their financial status, they may not necessarily purchase those uh, high-quality regulated battery or e-bike. There's a lot of unregulated and or I don't know where they got it. They assemble themselves. Those uh, mo micro mobility they cause a lot of concern, and that's why you can see it's a high dense uh, rate. Mm -hmm. Those fire case in southern Brooklyn here. That's why within a couple of months, I have four or five fire cases already in my district. Well, mentioning the diversity of New York City reminds me of something with related to your, your first bill, dealing with that notice uh, about where you can ride uh, an e-bike. Those stickers that we talked about, it seems like they have to be written in more than just English, right? Yes. So what sort of language access concerns would we need to have to ensure that they are useful for everyone in New York City. I really appreciate you raised this question because in my bill language, it's actually required DOT. In, not just in English saying this device cannot be right on uh, 30 mile per hour or more, those roads. It also need to require two other languages that most used in the area. Well, returning to the precautionary measures as it pertains to those lithium-ion batteries, you also have what seems like kind of like a common sense measure uh, dealing with just sort of a warning and more like a reminder that if you unplug uh, the bikes uh, that uh, you could potentially prevent or uh, reduce the scale of a disaster. What's the proposal there? So that's another uh precaution bill again it's for education mm -hmm. for awareness uh, it's a very simple concept if you have a high density battery could cause during those emergencies say there's a fire happen and the battery or the device is in charge that red take on the core electrical core is to remind you when there's something happen please just plug it unplug it so that at least at least we can contain the fire, hopefully in a manageable scale, instead of we are talking about another uh, explosion when maybe firefighter was entering the house, try to put off the fire and without wearing there's a battery in the house and may cause more casualty or damage. And that's clearly a helpful reminder because in a high stress situation like that, people aren't necessarily thinking rationally. I know I, I one time started a grease fire in my oven and instead of just shutting the oven, I got the fire extinguisher and began spraying into the oven. So it seems like this is just another way to, you know, dumb things down for people, make it so that they don't need to be the best uh, in, in, in an intense thinker. I hope that will work. The best hope is we don't need to um, we don't need to talk about fire at all. However, reality was never this way. Right. That's why hopefully this uh, the tech red tech uh, tech thing could be able to remind when people are really running away from those emergency situation, unplug it. it that's why it's a red take. So you will be visually to remind you. You see that? Please unplug it and run away. 
Well, now we just need a piece of legislation that puts that red tape on my oven. Uh, unfortunately, that is all the time we have. We've been speaking with State Senator E. Wen Chu. She is a Southern Brooklyn Democrat. Senator, thanks for visiting us. Well, thank you, David. Good to see you here. Support for the Capitol Press Room provided by the New York State AFL-CIO, a federation of 3,000 unions fighting for working people by keeping New York State union strong. Visit unionstrongny.org for more information.